Listen to God's Word for August 21st. Today's reading includes Psalms 74 and 79 and 2 Kings 24 and 25. May God bless this reading of His Word. Psalm 74, a masculine of Asaph. Why have you rejected us forever, O God? Why does your anger smolder against the sheep of your pasture? Remember your congregation, which you purchased long ago and redeemed as the tribe of your inheritance, Mount Zion, where you dwell. Turn your steps to the everlasting ruins, to everything in the sanctuary the enemy has destroyed. Your foes have roared within your meeting place. They have unfurled their banners as signs, like men wielding axes in a thicket of trees and smashing all the carvings with hatchets and picks. They have burned your sanctuary to the ground. They have defiled the dwelling place of your name. They said in their hearts, We will crush them completely. They burned down every place where God met us in the land. There are no signs for us to see. There is no longer any profit, and none of us knows how long this will last. How long, O God, will the enemy taunt you? Will the foe revile your name forever? Why do you withdraw your strong right hand? Stretch it out to destroy them. Yet God is my King from ancient times, working salvation on the earth. You divided the sea by your strength. You smashed the heads of the dragons of the sea. You crushed the heads of Leviathan. You fed him to the creatures of the desert. You broke open the fountain and the flood. You dried up the ever-flowing rivers. The day is yours, and also the night. You established the moon and the sun. You set all the boundaries of the earth. You made the summer and winter. Remember how the enemy has mocked you, O Lord, how a foolish people has spurned your name. Do not deliver the soul of your dove to beasts. Do not forget the lives of your afflicted forever. Consider your covenant, for haunts of violence fill the dark places of the land. Do not let the oppressed retreat in shame. May the poor and needy praise your name. Rise up, O God, defend your cause. Remember how the fool mocks you all day long. Do not disregard the clamor of your adversaries, the uproar of your enemies that ascends continually. Psalm 79 A Psalm of Asaph the nations, O God, have invaded your inheritance. They have defiled your holy temple and reduced Jerusalem to rubble. They have given the corpses of your servants as food to the birds of the air, the flesh of your saints to the beasts of the earth. They have poured out their blood like water all around Jerusalem, and there is no one to bury the dead. We have become a reproach to our neighbors, a scorn and derision to those around us. 
How long, O Lord, will you be angry forever? Will your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out your wrath on the nations that do not acknowledge you, on the kingdoms that refuse to call on your name. For they have devoured Jacob and devastated his homeland. Do not hold past sins against us. Let your compassion come quickly, for we are brought low. Help us, O God of our salvation, for the glory of your name. Deliver us, and atone for our sins, for the sake of your name. Why should the nations ask, Where is their God? Before our eyes, make known among the nations your vengeance for the bloodshed of your servants. May the groans of the captives reach you. By the strength of your arm, preserve those condemned to death. Pay back into the laps of our neighbors sevenfold the reproach they hurled at you, O Lord. Then we, your people, the sheep of your pasture, will thank you forever. From generation to generation we will declare your praise. 2 Kings 24 During Jehoiakim's reign, Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon invaded. So Jehoiakim became his vassal for three years, until he turned and rebelled against Nebuchadnezzar. And the Lord sent Chaldean, Aramean, Moabite, and Ammonite raiders against Jehoiakim in order to destroy Judah, according to the word that the Lord had spoken through his servants the prophets. Surely this happened to Judah at the Lord's command, to remove them from his presence because of the sins of Manasseh and all that he had done, and also for the innocent blood he had shed. For he had filled Jerusalem with innocent blood, and the Lord was unwilling to forgive. As for the rest of the acts of Jehoiakim, along with all his accomplishments, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? And Jehoiakim rested with his fathers, and his son Jehoiakim reigned in his place. Now the king of Egypt did not march out of his land again, because the king of Babylon had taken all his territory, from the brook of Egypt to the Euphrates River. Jehoiakim was eighteen years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem three months. His mother's name was Nehushta, daughter of Elnathan. She was from Jerusalem. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, just as his father had done. At that time the servants of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, marched up to Jerusalem, and the city came under siege. And Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to the city while his servants were besieging it. Jehoiakim, king of Judah, his mother, his servants, his commanders, and his officials all surrendered to the king of Babylon. So in the eighth year of his reign, the king of Babylon took him captive. As the Lord had declared, Nebuchadnezzar also carried off all the treasures from the house of the Lord and the royal palace, and he cut into pieces all the gold articles that Solomon king of Israel had made in the temple of the Lord. 
he carried into exile all Jerusalem, all the commanders and mighty men of valor, all the craftsmen and metalsmiths, ten thousand captives in all. Only the poorest people of the land remained. Nebuchadnezzar carried away Jehoiakim to Babylon, as well as the king's mother, his wives, his officials, and the leading men of the land. He took them into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. The king of Babylon also brought into exile to Babylon all seven thousand men of valor and a thousand craftsmen and metalsmiths, all strong and fit for battle. Then the king of Babylon made Mataniah, Jehoiakim's uncle, king in his place, and changed his name to Zedekiah. Zedekiah was twenty-one years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem eleven years. His mother's name was Hamutal, daughter of Jeremiah. She was from Libna. And Zedekiah did evil in the sight of the Lord, just as Jehoiakim had done. For because of the anger of the Lord, all this happened in Jerusalem and Judah, until he finally banished them from his presence. And Zedekiah also rebelled against the king of Babylon. Second Kings 25 So in the ninth year of Zedekiah's reign, on the tenth day of the tenth month, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, marched against Jerusalem with his entire army. They encamped outside the city and built a siege wall all around it. And the city was kept under siege until King Zedekiah's eleventh year. By the ninth day of the fourth month, the famine in the city was so severe that the people of the land had no food. Then the city was breached. And though the Chaldeans had surrounded the city, all the men of war fled by night by way of the gate between the two walls near the king's garden. They headed toward the Arabah, but the army of the Chaldeans pursued the king and overtook him in the plains of Jericho, and all his army was separated from him. The Chaldeans seized the king and brought him up to the king of Babylon at Riblah where they pronounced judgment on him. And they slaughtered the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes. Then they put out his eyes, bound him with bronze shackles, and took him to Babylon. On the seventh day of the fifth month, in the nineteenth year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign over Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, captain of the guard, a servant of the king of Babylon, entered Jerusalem. He burned down the house of the Lord, the royal palace, and all the houses of Jerusalem, every significant building. And the whole army of the Chaldeans under the captain of the guard broke down the walls around Jerusalem. Then Nebuchadnezzar, captain of the guard, carried into exile the people who remained in the city, along with the deserters who had defected to the king of Babylon, and the rest of the population. But the captain of the guard left behind some of the poorest of the land to tend the vineyards and fields. Moreover, the Chaldeans broke up the bronze pillars and stands and the bronze sea in the house of the Lord, and they carried the bronze to Babylon. 
They also took away the pots, shovels, wick trimmers, dishes, and all the articles of bronze used in the temple service. The captain of the guard also took away the censers and sprinkling bowls, anything made of pure gold or fine silver. As for the two pillars, the sea, and the movable stands that Solomon had made for the house of the Lord, the weight of the bronze from all these articles was beyond measure. Each pillar was eighteen cubits tall. The bronze capital atop one pillar was three cubits high, with a network of bronze pomegranates all around. The second pillar with its network was similar. The captain of the guard also took away Sariah the chief priest, Zephaniah the priest of second rank, and the three doorkeepers. Of those still in the city, he took a court official who had been appointed over the men of war, as well as five royal advisers. He also took the scribe of the captain of the army, who had enlisted the people of the land, and sixty men who were found in the city. Nebuzaradan, captain of the guard, took them and brought them to the king of Babylon at Riblah. There at Riblah, in the land of Hamath, the king of Babylon struck them down and put them to death. So Judah was taken into exile, away from its own land. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, appointed Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, over the people he had left behind in the land of Judah. When all the commanders of the armies and their men heard that the king of Babylon had appointed Gedaliah as governor, they came to Gedaliah at Mizpah. Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, Johanan, son of Kareah, Sariah, son of Tanhumeth, the Natophathite, and Jeazaniah, son of the Maacathite, as well as their men. And Gedaliah took an oath before them and their men, assuring them, Do not be afraid of the servants of the Chaldeans. Live in the land and serve the king of Babylon, and it will be well with you. In the seventh month, however, Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, the son of Elishema, who was a member of the royal family, came with ten men and struck down and killed Gedaliah along with the Judeans and Chaldeans who were with him at Mizpah. Then all the people, small and great, together with the commanders of the army, arose and fled to Egypt for fear of the Chaldeans. On the twenty-seventh day of the twelfth month of the thirty-seventh year of the exile of Judah's king Jehoiakim, in the year Evil Merodach became king of Babylon, he released King Jehoiakim of Judah from prison. And he spoke kindly to Jehoiakim and set his throne above the thrones of the other kings who were with him in Babylon. So Jehoiakim changed out of his prison clothes, and he dined regularly at the king's table for the rest of his life. And the king provided Jehoiakim a daily portion for the rest of his life. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at org.